0: Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to celebrityqb.com.
1: Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast, bringing you the latest in sports news, fantasy analysis, and opinions. Don't forget the hot takes. Can't have a sports show without hot takes these days. What about hot cakes, though? Mm, I want some hot cakes. Now here's your host, ready to jump into the thick of things, Dwayne Callender. Good night and welcome to the show, everyone. I was originally thinking about doing a show tonight, then decided against it uh, uh, just because uh, I wanted to talk about World Cup. But you know, I figure I do it after the games tomorrow uh, to get a, a full picture of how everything was going to play out. But forget it. You know, we we we've come we've come across to a stage where we've. We are literally at the precipice of ridiculousness uh, in terms of everything that's gone on. Because the Golden State Warriors, the team with everything, just got better. And it's through the fault of pretty much every NBA GM that we have to thank for this. As the Golden State Warriors have signed yet another NBA All-Star in... DeMarcus Boogie Cousins to a minimum exception for a veteran because of the fact that according to Boogie Cousins not a single NBA team offered him a deal in free agency this year as he's coming, uh, coming back from an Achilles injury not even the New Orleans Pelicans whom traded a bunch of assets just to pair him up with Anthony Davis, an attempt to keep Anthony Davis, the apparently the New Orleans Pelicans, according to Cousins, said, no thanks, we'll take our chances with Anthony Davis sticking around long-term. Uh, we're we're, we're, we're going to uh, take a pass on bringing you back uh, next season. Not to mention the fact that they just lost Rajon Rondo, but that's another story. We'll, we'll talk about the Lakers and LeBron in a little bit, but the fact that, A day after LeBron makes the decision to come to L.A., you you knew there was going to be some type of signing by the Warriors, but you didn't think it was going to be anything earth-shattering. You had this just drop out of nowhere uh, earlier tonight, and I'm still in shock over it. Uh, I mean, if you look at this, uh, the Warriors... uh, I thought the Vegas odds were a bit low on the Warriors uh, coming into this, just because, you know, the, uh, I think it's a lot of fear about the Houston Rockets. But the Warriors were even money favorites to win the title next season. And in terms of when LeBron decided to join the Lakers, the odds actually improved because uh, realistically, uh, the sports books are looking at this saying that LeBron moving to the West. Uh, Western Conference makes it easier for the Warriors because they don't have to worry about any team from the East. That, that That's how little confidence uh, the sports sportsbooks uh, have in the Eastern Conference at this point with no LeBron. But with this Boogie Cousins news, uh, you've got Cousins who's going to rehab uh, that Achilles injury. He's currently rehabbing it. He says he's going to be ready for training camp. He's motivated for training camp. Uh, but the Warriors don't have to waste any uh Waste uh, at any uh, attempt out of rehab. They can let him go through the full rehab process and he doesn't even have to play until 2019 uh, just so he can get fully healthy and ready to go and get his conditioning up. And the Warriors have an all star center, which they've never had. Now, Draymond Green plays the stretch four and he can play center, but he was never a true center. But because it's his, uh, you know, even though his defense sometimes leaves a lot to be desired, Boogie Cousins, for all intents and purposes, is an NBA center who steps out and shoots three-pointers. A little bit too much for my liking, but, you know, he's adapted to the modern game. But Boogie Cousins is what you would actually have described back in the day as a center. The fact that the Golden State Warriors were able to get him for the veterans minimum, and again, according to Boogie Cousins, is because... He had no real substantial offers in free agency after the Pelicans passed. That he actually reached out to the Warriors himself to see if he could actually sign there and rehabilitate his image after, uh, uh, because he signed a two. uh, 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 What he basically ended up doing was uh, signing a two-year deal, but it's really a one-year deal. And uh, to gamble on himself. But, I mean, again, this is utterly ridiculous. Uh, The fact that you've got yet another NBA All-Star going to the Golden State Warriors when already they've got four All-Stars starting in the lineup. This is ridiculous. To put this in proper perspective... I had to go and just just put myself in a proper mind frame because next season, Boogie Cousins is going to be making just over $5 million next season. The New York Knicks just signed Mario Hezonia to a one-year $6.5 million deal. If you want to know who Mario Hezonia is, I had to look him up on Wikipedia when I heard the news break yesterday that the Knicks signed this guy because I had never heard of this dude before. They signed him from the Orlando Magic, the only team that might actually be in worse shape than the Knicks are. You know, the fact that Boogie Cousins is making less money than that dude, and that's basically what I'm going to refer to him as, is that dude because, I mean... If you want to describe uh, bust, I mean, it, I, I, I couldn't even remember the fact that this guy was a first-round draft pick in 2015. That, that that's, that's how irrelevant uh, his own year's career has been. Uh, you know, this is this is just nonsense. I, I mean, you couldn't even pull this off in a video game, what the Warriors just did. What Bob Meyer, the president of basketball operations, and Steve Kerr, I mean, they are literally breaking the NBA league as a whole. I got multiple texts from folks wondering, what is the point of watching NBA basketball next season when it's pretty much going to take multiple injuries to derail the Golden State Warriors at this point? And I really didn't have an answer. Because I don't know what to tell folks. If you want competitive balance... You don't want to watch NBA basketball. It was bad the last couple of years. It's only going to get worse now. I mean, let's face it. The Warriors. I mean, t- the, the Warriors don't even need Boogie Cousins. They can get stash him for as long as humanly possible, and just roll him out in, into a new death lineup that involves Boogie Cousins destroying you in the post. If you actually uh, spread out the floor and try to guard the shooters uh, with uh, Steph and Clay and Durant, and if even if you try to crash the boards defensively, you got Draymond there uh, to cover uh, cover up the backside for Boogie. I mean, honestly, I don't know how you're going to stop them offensively. This is utter nonsense. I, I can't even. <laughs> I can only say that, uh, you know, good luck to the Rockets. (laughs) That's all all I can say. Hope that Chris Paul can stay healthy and you can keep up uh, some semblance of your bench. But, I mean, realistically, the Warriors just got even better than they were last year. That's the bottom line. I mean, LeBron's putting together a ragtag group of... Has-beens, and just, I mean, who knows what's uh, going to be the case for Lonzo Ball. I mean, Lonzo, you know, this is make or break. Either Lonzo can prove that he can play, or he can't. But LeBron's going to shine a spotlight on him so bright that uh, you're going to figure out some things real quick. Because if Lonzo can't get it done... Rajon Rondo is going to take that point guard job from him one way or another because neither Alonzo uh, or Rondo can shoot the ball so basically it's going to come down to who can run the point so if Rondo can't get the job done Rondo's taking the point guard job in LA not that it matters because again the Golden State Warriors just broke the NBA once again I don't know how this could have happened with so many teams that had cap space that could have made moves to bring in Boogie Cousins with a somewhat decent deal the Dallas Mavericks just paid DeAndre Jordan over $20 million Boogie Cousins is getting paid 5 this doesn't make any sense whatsoever i don't understand these nba teams i really don't Oh, God. The Knicks just pay to do more money than Boogie Cousins is going to make next year. Oh, God. It is just painful watching the stupidity of the NBA just unfold. Unbelievable. So, with that being said, <laughs> in terms of uh, an interlude, uh, let's just talk about the World Cup because... It's just mind-numbingly painful just rehashing again how incompetent most NBA franchises uh, are operating. Because the Warriors are playing chess, and I can't even say some of these NBA teams are playing checkers. I, I, You know, I'm not even sure some of these NBA teams are even competent at playing Connect 4, let alone checkers. So... You know, the Warriors are just operating so many levels higher than a couple of these other teams. You know. The the Pelicans opted to uh, uh, sign Julius Randle, formerly of the Lakers. Yes, Randle can play. No, not even close to Boogie Cousins' level to save money. You're trying to keep Anthony Davis happy. I don't understand what the... You know, and not only did they sign him, Randall, but they had to use uh, Anthony Davis to recruit him. What happens the day that uh, uh, Anthony Davis gets pissed off enough with uh, the management of the Pelicans that he forces their hand? Because they're really not going to have anything to fall back on. So, anywho, in terms of the World Cup. Obviously, the the major news over the weekend was the departure of both Messi and Ronaldo on the same day as Argentina just got absolutely blitzed by France because Argentina set up horribly and just, I mean, the transition defense for Argentina was uh, abysmal to say the least. And the fact that uh, they, again, did not have the best 11 out there. You know, Di Maria scored, but, you know, there were other players. Diabala uh, could have been out there. It it just, the mix just was never right to begin with. And whatever Messi had something to do with that, you know, uh, who knows. But it, it just was not a good team chemistry at all in terms of the setup. Now, on the other hand, you had Portugal that basically ran up against a Uruguay squad that kind of mucked up the game, but not nearly to the extent we thought uh, they would have. So Portugal should have been able to generate some chances, but, I mean, realistically, they just didn't have it. Uh, I I mean, it was shocking that uh, Portugal was as flat as they were, but given the fact that, you know what we saw out of Spain yesterday being utterly listless. Maybe we just overrated Portugal and Spain. At least I know I did. But, uh, you know, it's just mind-blowing how just illogical some of these World Cup teams have performed. I mean, Spain yesterday uh, were completing so many aimless passes that I-, I honestly don't know what the overall game plan was was the make themselves feel like they were having a great time because part of the, goal, uh, the mission is to actually score goals. And at multiple points in the game, I'm questioning myself, why on earth wasn't Spain trying to push the envelope with Russia and actually force them to defend? Uh, a lot of Spain's passes was just me- meandering around in a box formation, which didn't require Russia to have to expend any energy. I, I, I just couldn't understand what the logic was behind that. But, you know, be that as it may, give Russia credit for prevailing in uh, penalty kicks, but you know, Spain just, mind-blowingly, you just scratching your head. So, at the end of the day, you know, you, you had a game today between uh, Brazil and Mexico where it was somewhat refreshing that a team was actually probing uh, an attack the way Brazil did and, uh, you know, got got the results uh, that they needed. But, you know, you, fi- you finally had something along those lines. And then, of course, it, it boiled down to a case of Neymar uh, starving for attention, uh, trying to uh, get, uh, get more sympathy from the referee and embarrassing himself in the process. Uh, just because of how over the top his celebration. Well, I I, I I would say, I wouldn't even say over the top. I just say, you know, over the top would be an understatement. I would just say, you know, far and a beyond egregious uh, demonstrations that he was in pain, you know, it, if there was a Razzie award for uh, sports athletes. Uh, So the Razzies, uh, for those who don't know, are the mock awards that you give for the Oscars. But if you can give a Razzie to uh, an Athlete of the Year for poor acting, I mean, you just give it to Neymar. Uh, Although, Pepe uh, did come close, but uh, Neymar today was just so unbelievably insufferable in terms of how he behaved on the pitch that even if he did legitimately get hurt in a match... I'm not even certain that uh, the opposing player would get a card at this point because the referee might actually think uh, Neymar was faking an injury. Uh, That's how egregious it's become with Neymar. But, you know, uh, be that as it may, uh, we'll we'll see how uh, Brazil goes because Brazil is now going to be matched up against a Belgium team that should consider itself extremely fortunate to still be in the World Cup today after going down two goals to Japan a Japan side that made no substitutions and didn't seem to actually chase their formation at all to play a little bit more conservatively when they're up two goals with 30 minutes left to play in the game. You know, ideally you would salt away the victory by uh, getting a little bit more defensive and holding, uh, clogging up the midfield and dropping uh, people back. But Japan didn't do any of that. Uh, Belgium uh, uh, manages to create a couple of chances, uh, ties the game up, and then for reasons that will never make a lick of sense to me, Japan only has the two defenders back when they're on uh, a set piece. They got a corner, and because of their inability. Whoa! Man, they just showed some highlights of Trey Young, and man, Trey Young was shooting some air balls. That, woo, oh man, that air ball's even worse, Woo, sorry, I lost my train of thought there, man, Trey Young, uh, they're showing the NBA uh, uh, Summer League action, and man, Trey Young's just chucking up some bad air balls, I mean, you, you get hollered at in a rec league game uh, if you pull a stunt like that with that bad of a shot, man. Okay then, anyway, uh, yeah, so where was I? And so in terms of, yeah, so in terms of Japan's setup made no lick of sense. And on the corner itself, they give up a counterattack in extra time, which ends up the side in the game where Belgium's got a four-on-two fast break, <laughs> essentially, wherein Japan so badly overcommitted and so badly executed the corner kick that they spelled their own demise where uh, Nasser Chadley, who can't even get off the bench for uh, 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 Tottenham, manages to score a game-winning goal for Belgium and become a a Belgium legend. But it's just incomprehensible how Japan got themselves so disorganized. It didn't make any sense how they set up. Uh, You know... It is what it is at this point. There, there's nothing left that can be done about it. But, I mean, whew. talk about a brutal way of losing a game. I I just, you know, it's just utterly, utterly soul-crushing of a loss for Japan. I mean, they played so well, but, I mean, you cannot have failures that of that magnitude in a World Cup game. It, it will always spell disaster, so Belgium survives just uh, due to uh, Japan just not figuring out a way of uh, seeing the game through, but Belgium has to be uh, extremely concerned with Roberto Martinez and his organizational skills as a manager, because if they come out with a dysfunctional uh, midfield and backline the way they did today... Brazil's going to beat them by at least two goals. They have got to clean uh, multiple things up, and Martinez has got to get the formation right. There, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Belgium's going to approach this as try to take it as a track meet and hope they can outscore everyone. You're going to have one bad day in the office uh, on offense. There's, there's going to be a game where you need to see one through. And... I'm not sure that Martinez is has the confidence uh, in his players uh, to be able to uh, rely on their defense if the offense isn't going. So uh, we'll see. We'll see soon enough uh, uh, later on this week. Uh, but uh, I I have extreme reservations about Belgium moving forward uh, just because I thought they had the potential to of pulling off an upset. Uh, earlier when I was kind of go through my preview, but I, I just way too many questions about uh, Roberto Martinez at this point. Before it was just you know you know what to expect out of Martinez, but the fact that he seems to be doubling down on all the criticisms that people have had about them uh, about his teams in the past, I, I just I, I just don't know what to make of Belgium at this point. So. Uh, we've got uh, the tomorrow's matchups. You've got uh, uh, Sweden versus uh, Switzerland, uh, which should be very interesting to say the least because I think both teams would match up very well against each other. And you've got England and Colombia. I think England's going to find a way to lose this game. They've got more talent than Colombia by far, and this uh, draw couldn't have worked out any better for England on the right side of the bracket. I mean, they their competition would have been Spain, and Spain's out of it now. I mean, they really have no excuses not to make it to the final. But I just see England screwing this up somehow. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to bring uh, my dad along just to uh, kind of go through the news of the day. I doubt he's heard the uh, Boogie Cousins news, So. Curious to get his thoughts uh, on that and also uh, talk uh, talk the World Cup matchups uh, today. So, uh, stay tuned. Hey, Throwdown Nation. Are you at the bottom of your fantasy league wondering what is going on with your quarterback? Well, I think I've got a new show that may just fit the bill for you. The show is called Celebrity QB featuring four-time Super Bowl champion coach Charlie Weiss. Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks and To get your burning questions answered, such as, is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Can Aaron Rodgers actually play a full season on one healthy leg? And can Dak Prescott actually lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl in spite of Jerry Jones? Coach Weiss and co-host Steve Stroud have got you covered on all things quarterbacks. Listen now on Apple Podcasts or any major media platform. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position. Callie, I got great news for you. I got great news for you. We we got more NBA free agency. We we got we got Boogie Cousins joining the Warriors
2: to make them even more loaded once it gets healthy. No, you gotta be kidding me. There, 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 you, you you can't be telling me that. Oh. Oh, you are are not
1: hearing a fake rumor Boogie Cousins has joined the Warriors so that once his Achilles is healed, the Warriors are going to have an NBA All-Star at center as well to that team for the second half of the season.
2: Anyway, I really don't, I really don't in basketball because to me the league should not allow that. I mean that the it, there's it, it, no fun in that. Because because you you realize what, what what happened with the with the NBA thing right now. Everybody took the money.
1: Oh well well th- well well that's the thing. LeBron left to go to LA to take the money because when he told Paul George he wasn't taking the discount because they can say what they want. Uh, LeBron talked to everyone about this and basically told them that he was taking max money. So then when he was taking max money, Paul George said, no, I, I, I'm not taking a 50% or more paid cut when I can just take uh, pretty much a max deal in Oklahoma City. So that's why Paul George was out. Yeah. And then when You're you... When, with, when, with Paul. And that's the thing. Chris Paul wasn't going to take... Uh, uh, take less money. He represents the Players Association, so he could take a smaller a small discount, but he can't take that much of a discount to join LeBron and leave Harden, because you know Harden uh, didn't take as much money as he could have uh, uh, to afford uh, Paul. So it's like y- you got you got that going on. You got the fact that LeBron, you know. For all intents and purposes, it seems as though he made that move knowing that he was going to take max money and that the Lakers were only going to be able to bring in one major free agent in 2019. And I'm not exactly sure who that's going to be. I don't think it's going to be Clay because I can't see Clay leaving the Warriors just to join up with the Lakers. I can see more likely that it's... Uh, it be like a Carl Anthony Towns or some uh, someone of that ilk. Uh, uh, or, you know, the, the aforementioned Kawhi if the Spurs don't deal him somewhere else and Kawhi changes his mind because, you know, in, in all of this, Kawhi seems to be the one guy that is the biggest loser because Kawhi couldn't force the Spurs to blink before LeBron made the decision. So now that LeBron's made the decision, the Lakers can't clear the cap space even if they wanted to do a deal with the Spurs uh, to get something done, they would have needed to do that before LeBron signed. But because LeBron took max money, I don't think the Lakers can make the salary work to trade uh, to get a uh, Kawhi trade done anyway.
2: Well, the, the, what 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 somebody was saying the the in, in order to do that the the the, the Lakers would have um. The, the, the sport that end up taking people they don't want, you know, to, to take extra people. So it, it's, it's, that's not going to work out. If the Leonard thing, it would have to be next year. He would rather go someplace and then leave and come next year. So it, it's definitely not going to be Leonard now in a trade. Yeah. The way how it is, it's... it's, it's It's going to take too much uh, to get a trade done with the Lakers
1: now, you know. Yeah, and that's why the Lakers have proceeded with this plan of surrounding LeBron with all of his former enemies because you got Lance Stevenson in the mix and you got Rondo now added because they they, they brought Rondo on uh, last night. Yeah,
2: so they brought Rondo too.
1: So, you know, er, know, I, I know a lot of people are going to be questioning... Why would LeBron join to be the fourth or fifth best team in the West? My thing is, outside of the Rockets and obviously the Warriors, I think LeBron can win some of those matchups in the Western Conference. I mean, yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna have an easy road, but but it's like I I I, I trust LeBron and those Cats more than I would the Thunder or, or a young Jazz team. I, I I do trust him more uh, than those teams in a seven game series. I think uh, LeBron can easily uh, sw- swing two of those games, and uh, and take and take the road game. So to me, LeBron is playing to go. Uh, is playing as if he's going to go to uh, hope that he can match up so that the Warriors and Rockets have to play each other. And you know he he may may get the uh, we, uh, a week inside in the Western Conference Finals. That's LeBron's plan. It probably won't work out that way, but, you know, you never know. It's like you you can have a case where, uh, same thing like this year, Chris Paul gets hurt or Steph gets hurt. You you never know.
2: Because, you know, it's going to be a joke, uh, you know, because now that that, that George took the money and LeBron took the money and, and Paul took the money, there is no way of building another team that's gonna that's gonna be the 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 the, 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 the warrior. Yeah. For any time soon. Yeah. So they're gonna have to run other the the thing. But hey, you know, that nonsense is it it's gonna be just like the people who voted the Trump You know, it's like, or oh, you 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 you, 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 you want to play with fire? ahead, you know it, it's the same thing. It, it's gonna screw the the, the NBA. It's gonna you know it, after a while it's not gonna be a uh, watchable game. You know can, it, can, it can happen. But with, with Cali, you know, the, because, the, Cali, you're worrying too
1: much. You're, don't worry. People watch for NBA free agency, not the regular season. They watch for NBA free agency. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah.
2: good. They don't want to do that. Right? You know, like I don't you know, I really I I care too much about the NBA, so if they want to do it like that, that's fine.
1: Well, I I, I I am very much curious how the NBA is going to try to sell uh, next season in terms of a regular season because they can hype up all the Western Conference, but, I mean, trying to figure out a way of making the Eastern Conference even marketable is going to be a running joke because who is left at this point? <laughs> I mean, outside, outside of Philly and the Celtics, who on earth are you really gonna be paying attention to? You know, Indeed, you you can yeah. you could
2: you can do something. You are you, not you're not gonna be up for watching the
1: Knicks uh, with with uh, with Eric Cantor and and and. and hey, Knicks Nicks
2: Pistons,
1: coming at you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ES- mean? ESPN is gonna have to get really creative with the NBA schedule. And and TNT as well. They they, they have to watch themselves because some of those matchups are going to be terrible. They're, I I just don't see how they can avoid it. It's like there are too many bad matchups now uh, that there's absolutely no redeeming quality whatsoever to watch the NBA next season. I uh, you know I, outside outside of unless the NBA fully embraces the gambling aspect. Uh, of daily fantasy and whatnot and gambling that's the only way because realistically if you're if you're talking about who's gonna win the match, who really cares? Because none of those Eastern Conference teams are really doing anything against the West. It is so unbalanced you're, you're at this saying,
2: point. You're saying that 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 you don't believe that the Wizards and the Raptors are gonna spot the
1: beast?
2: <laughs> oh man.
1: Yeah, you know, I I don't understand. I'm waiting to see what Toronto actually does to blow up that team because they desperately need to blow up that team, yet they only right. fired Dwayne Casey yeah. as if that's going to fix what everything. Gonna Here's
2: what they're going to do.
1: They're going to wait a year to see if maybe he the coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Our, our players are afraid of LeBron James, but LeBron's out of the East now, so... This
2: is our chance. The the, the, the thing that that makes me laugh about that is that you fire Dwayne Casey, but you can't show me a game where bad coaching decision had anything to do with Cleveland beat sweep in Toronto like that. You, you can't show me anything. That, that 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 could tell me that, but you fired Dwayne Casey. I I really you know, I, I I I really it was a joke. I knew they would fire him, but I I would have really like them to tell me why, you know. And so uh,
1: yeah, but um. But, um yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to tell you, uh, uh, I mean, obviously, we, we had uh, uh, the uh, Neymar uh, acting fest going on uh, today, but uh, uh, and uh, obviously, Belgium made the comeback, but uh, uh, what was your call for England versus Colombia? Because this is the classic England get, starting to get overconfident again and about to fail miserably. Uh, what, what was your thoughts on that one?
2: well if, if 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 England don't make the final you know uh I I, I I don't know how they're gonna explain that because they're not playing that great but they're not playing that bad they have the easiest path to the final in in any team you know it it every all the all the the, the better teams are in one bucket because uh but um Belgium is gonna end up playing Brazil. So you're getting rid of one of the favorites. Right there. Uh, I, 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 are, I
1: are you are you are you saying that Sweden and Switzerland are not formidable opposition? <laughs>
2: <laughs> England, look. England have it easy in there. I mean, you don't want to say easy, but in terms of 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 watching the other teams, you have to say England have the easiest draw to
1: the to the. Oh, dude, there's no question about that. Uh, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean the the fact that we we we've got uh, we we literally have what amounts to the junior squad left in the World Cup because, you know, I, I, I'm i still, I still cannot figure out what the overall game plan was for Spain to lose that matchup to Russia because Russia had zero possession whatsoever that was genuinely meaningful until Spain conceded, uh, uh, that goal and from that point on i i don't understand how spain didn't go after russia harder and just play that out as if extra time or penalties wasn't going to be that big of a deal Oh, so you talk about it at, oh so yeah it, it, in, ter- in terms yeah. of um yeah in in terms of uh uh what spain did it made absolutely no sense but yeah, I I can see what you're saying is that if it's analytics, but even analytics said Spain was wasting their time.
2: Yes, this nonsense about um, is about um, you know fifty passes and sixty passes in a row, yeah, but they're not they're not real passes because the guy puts the ball four feet to the other guy right there. And then, and he pushes it back, and then, and you counting that as a pass. That's not really a pass. It's not really a pass, you know, because if you're gonna if you basketball and you taking eighty shots, and, and 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 you end the game with a twenty five point, that's not a good
1: average. Hey hey hey, you know, Russell Westbrook might disagree with you, Callie. If you put up fifty points. And it took you forty-five shots. That's a pretty good ratio. <laughs> you know,
2: that are the, 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 the kind of things that 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 I I you know I, I laugh at. Which which which, by the way, is a problem with the NBA right now because you know when 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 people started, you know, because I remember when Jordan came back the second time. And he was doing more jump shooting than flying. One of the problems I had, even though the team was winning, is that I used to always say he, he takes a lot of shots to make those those things, the the points that he making. You know? well, well, you know, Michael and, still
1: Michael still wanted the scoring title, so that 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 that, and, that was Michael's thing. <laughs> yeah,
2: but 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 now it's 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 it's
1: even worse. Oh, when 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 now now it, well that that's why yeah. like MJ uh, uh Jordan makes it look like the glory days because you know so many guys are so inefficient scoring then yeah, I, I absolutely get it. But yeah, no, it, it, in terms of that, yeah, I see your point where uh NBA basketball is so inefficient that it's it's starting to translate over to other sports like soccer because yeah, uh, a lot of uh, what I'm seeing in some of the the play is just inefficiency with the passer. Because even with Belgium today, a lot of what they were doing in the first half was just wasting time. I mean, the way, the way they got beat by uh, Japan on the, those uh, goals were just, you know, Japan kept waiting, waiting, waiting for their chance. And then as soon as they got a little bit of daylight... They hit Belgium hard uh, on the counter. Yeah. Because like, yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and if yeah, it, if the, it wasn't the for the one
2: thing, the one thing I liked about the Brazil Mexico match is that it didn't have a lot of playing around with the balls. The, the 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 play was to go at the other team. That that's what made that game good this morning. It was the first game I sat down and watched and didn't move because. They just went after the other team and instead of this nonsense with the the the, the 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 fifteen square passes that goes no way. You know. They they had forward passing straight at the other team and Mexico was doing the same thing. Mexico just screwed up a couple of times. They had a few chances that they should have put away and they should have realized that it would cost them, you know. Because what they had to realize is that their goalkeeper was keeping
1: them in the game, and they were missing a couple chances. Oh, yeah. Well, it, o- Ochoa was always going to keep Mexico in the game. The, the, I I never have to worry about Ochoa showing up for a big match. Uh, the, the, yeah. I- the issue was, you know, would Chicharito and that stupid uh, hairstyle actually do anything productive today? And, of course, the answer was no.
2: No, well, he, he, like he got injured earlier, he never, he never was into the game. Yeah, They, should have stopped
1: they actually should have subbed him in the first half because you could see he couldn't run. Yeah, he, he got, couldn't he, run. Well, well, that th- without that—that you know? that was the whole problem for Sorio's uh, selections uh, today because of the fact that you had uh, you had Chicharito get banged up, but because he had Rafa Marquez in the lineup for reasons no one. Understands you had two guys who couldn't move, so it's, it's you know yeah, he, I I was yeah. like I was I was got to scratch my head with that one uh, uh, for the first half because you know uh, if if Mexico was actually gonna make uh, a dent with Brazil it had to be catching Brazil early and you know that wasn't gonna happen with that that strike combo it, it just wasn't happening. No, they they
2: they. they... And a couple of chances that they had they kinda of mocked it so that that kinda of messed them up. But they, they 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 were they were competitive right through the game. They were competitive. They had Brazil on their toes a few times, but they just wasn't finishing well enough to, to to get the goalkeeper to you know there were a couple times where like it like had that one with the guy where, where he, he put the ball across and I thought that was a, a shot that he should have hit one time. Instead, he tried to collect it. When he collected he, he couldn't get the right foot shot, so he put it back onto the left foot. But the, the one thing Brazil is is doing pretty good in defense is they get in the way of the shot. So a lot of the shots don't go through, you know. Yeah. It it, it hits the defender's foot or whatever. They, they try to get into the way of the shot. Yeah, I mean, and, if... And if
1: yeah, no. It, the, Brazil's defending was uh, uh, was very good today. I mean, if you, you know, and it's hard to look past it. But if you can look past the theatrics of the Brazilian team, you know, it, it was a, a complete performance. Well, actually, it, uh, that 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 really probably wasn't the best choice of words given uh, some of Neymar's acting. But I mean, uh, you know, it, it, it was a complete.
2: Yeah, but- that's the only thing I thought kind of spoiled the game. Is that the, 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 the way he Other than that, he played pretty good, but they got to get him to stop doing that. And I think the way to do it is to give him a yellow card or a red card one day. You know, because there was no reason for him to stop that game for all that time with, with that nonsense that he did. You know, and like I said, the, the, the guy stepped on his foot, but hey it, it can't be that bad if 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 it was if if that step was you know you know i had a guy did oh they should have given him a red card or whatever whatever you know yeah you, you, the guy did it for spite you, you could see he did it for spite but i guess he just stepped off with, with me well he came on the diagram. and he just you know he stepped in and then he, he, he made it worse you know but it's it's, it's ridiculous and it's 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 easy to see why the replay people never recommended they do anything they never even gave a yellow card there's a reason for that because on the replay you could see the way he steps on the foot there's no way it's enough weight to do any damage yeah
1: and and that's and and, that and that was the that was the the uh, talking point with Mexico but, you know, yes, it is their violent intent. You could make a case for it, but it's, you know, the fact that he didn't apply the pressure he could have, you know, it's just more like, you know, m- let's move on. It's like, I, you know, the fact that it it, it held up for what felt like 10 minutes, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. It, it
2: was really about. Four and a half. Yeah, you know, but that's a lot in soccer. Yeah, that's no, a that, lot that, that's
1: like. like that's I, I, But but that's it what that's why because it, it felt like it dragged on for that much longer
2: uh after yeah. the fact. But yeah, <laughs> I think I think the the FIFA should investigate that because it's ridiculous that he he held up the game that long. He wasn't it wasn't that serious, you know and and. The thing about it is that he constantly do this because they literally in the game. He rolls rolled around and rolled around and rolled around and still gotta take the free kick. You know, so it's like, you know, it 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 gotta stop him from doing that. Yeah. He, he does that too much time and hold up the game. Yeah. It gotta stop that. Yeah.
1: Alright, yeah. Callie, uh, before I let you go, so here he, here here's what here's what I think's gonna happen. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Sweden gets past Switzerland. And in the in the afternoon game, I think England still finds a way to lose this game to Colombia even though uh, Colombia has hasn't really shown me that much I, I think Colombia was more fortunate that they got paired in the group that didn't have a lot of explosive teams in it uh, uh, because the the Japan game that they lost I mean they, they played them for red card, uh, down the entire game. So, I mean, you kind of throw that one out the window. But, like, uh, against Poland and Senegal, I I just didn't think that either of those teams had the explosive firepower. But, you know, even though this should line up for England to win, they're going to find a way to screw this one up. That's just the way I kind of felt about it. It
2: it, it wouldn't surprise me with those guys. But, you know, like I said, they could not play any better. It couldn't if 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 you were making a, a, a World Cup wish list, this is what you would wish for. If you wish anything. You know, so it's for it has fallen right square in, in England's lap where they can make the final. but like, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. You
1: well well it, it, if if Russia can figure out a way of uh uh getting the uh getting the referees involved further to the, uh, to, to help them get past Croatia, and uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely, I, I definitely can see <laughs> anyone, could l- be, like, w- waiting to see That this be
2: a really, a real boring game, because, Croatia should beat them, but, you know, it, 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 I guess we're gonna have to see, because, you know, Russia, I mean, they are good it, and anybody who knows anything, could see it, Spain is probably the only, People that couldn't see that Russia was just waiting for penalties. And uh, look, the only time you do that is if the team is much better than you. So you say, they said, look, in a penalty shootout, I have just as much chance as them. And this is why I didn't understand Spain playing the way they played. Why would you want to wait for penalties? In penalties, it it could anything could go wrong. Don't yeah. Spain, Spain, Spain. Spain had a game plan. Spain had
1: a game plan. No one knows what that game plan is, of course, but Spain had a game plan. Uh, the analytics show that they, 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 uh, they were winning that game.
2: You're right because I really don't know what it was. I could understand Russia telling me they had a game plan to wait for penalties because you could they, they, they tell themselves that this team is better than us and and we're gonna. You know, the best way for us to survive is to go to the kick. But other than that, I,
1: I, I don't know. You know, I feel like. All right, so we'll we, we, we talk, we yep. talk tomorrow. Yep, take it easy, Callie. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, that just about does it for the show tonight. Uh wasn't originally planning on doing it one, but uh, given the fact that the NBA has once again been completely broken by the Golden State Warriors and it's not even just the Fall of the Warriors uh, of themselves because the NBA is complicit in this too the NBA teams are complicit in this too everyone thinks that they're doing something so smart without actually looking forward and having some uh, manner of foresight to allow for such ridiculous situations to ha- develop the way that they have I mean, for DeMarcus Cousins, again, to not get any legitimate offers before reaching out to the Warriors himself, that just, it, it's just mind-boggling. The number of bad teams in the NBA that could use DeMarcus Cousins. Yes, he is a problem case, but yes, he's coming off an injury, and he's desperate for at least a decent contract. Somebody had uh, some cap room to give him uh, in terms of a deal. I don't know what these teams are doing, what they're being paid for, but you can't have a top uh, 15 player in the league uh, and he is that given his offensive skills. Uh, How he could possibly uh, be uh, left uh, without a deal uh, that was of any substantial worth. doesn't make any sense. I mean, Easily uh, could do uh, uh, damage for any team in the Eastern Conference, but like I said, I already talked about this before. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to—it's—it's it's the new reality of the NBA. Everyone thinks they're smart, except they're idiots. But uh, you know, the analytics went out. Supposedly, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll believe when I see it. Anyway, I want to close out the show with a couple of quick hitters that I missed. Over the weekend, uh, it was another happy Bobby Bonilla day uh, to Mr. Bobby Bonilla, of course. Not so much for Mets fans. And what still remains one of the dumbest decisions that a Major League Baseball team could ever make. But, you know, it was the 2000s apparently, so apparently th- th- this was uh, this was uh, the dot-com boom. So, everyone thought they were going to have money for decades, uh, uh, so it would appear. But, kind of going back uh, into it, it was a case of Bobby Bonilla back in 2000 when he was being bought out by the Mets. The Mets, in their infinite wisdom, decided instead of just paying out the remaining $5.9 million owed to Bonilla, that they were basically uh, hold off on the payment at 8% interest, no less, and proceed to pay him uh, a a reduced uh, sum of uh, $1.1 million every year, starting in 2011. uh, Well, 2010, actually. Uh, But it would go on for the next 25 years to 2035. Yes, this is actually going on. So, instead of just paying Bonilla what would have amounted to $6 million, the Mets thought that it was a better idea over the course of 20-plus years to pay Bonilla what amounts to $41,763,687. Bonilla once he collects that final check in 2035 is going to be 72 years old and he will have made an additional 30 plus million dollars because the Mets agreed to the 8% interest. I guess having Bernie Madoff money makes you do really crazy things at times because I just can't imagine how in the world Anyone would ever agree to that deal. And no one ever will after this, of course, because of the just public ridicule. So, again, belated happy Bobby Bonilla Day to Bobby Bonilla. Another person who uh, deserves to be celebrated for cashing in is Roger Federer, who is ditching his clothing apparel maker, Nike, and joining a 10-year... $300 $300 million marketing deal with Uniqlo, who already had deals with K. Ishikawa and uh, Novak Djokovic on the men's ATP tour uh, for tennis. But, I mean, no one was getting even remotely close to the money Federer is getting. I mean, for Nike to take a pass on a marketing deal, I mean, Roger Federer again is no spring chicken Roger Federer is just over a month away from turning 37 years old he just got I mean a 10-year marketing deal I mean seriously you let's be perfectly honest 300 million dollar deal for a 30 I mean he's 36 he's gonna be 37 in just a month hey you know what bravo bravo dude fed I mean if you can work that kind of a deal hey you gotta take it I mean I can see why Nike passed on it I'm not quite sure what marketing budget Uniqlo had But I'm pretty sure they just blew through a huge chunk of it based off of how much money they're giving Federer uh, per year. Because, again, I can't see Federer playing more than another three, four years tops competitively uh, just given his age. But, I mean, ten years. Woo! Good money if you can get it. That's all I can say. Uh, But uh, bravo to Fed. Uh, I mean, he certainly earned it over his career, but at this stage of his career, man, that 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 might be even better than uh, uh, trying try to win another major. The fact that he got that much money, but hey, more more power to him. So that's gonna do it for the show tonight. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we'll catch up a little bit more uh, after the World Cup games, but uh, plenty of high drama at the World Cup, so if you haven't been watching, uh, you are certainly missing out and, uh, you know, I'm going to start getting into NFL uh, talk as well for fantasy purposes. Uh, NBA fantasy, I mean, uh, that might as well start talking about that too because, uh, I mean, it's not like we're going to be talking about anything of remote importance for the NBA regular season other than fantasy. So uh, more to come on that. So uh, that'll do for the show tonight, but more to come certainly down the road. So have a good night, everybody.
0: It's the most talked about position in all of sports, the quarterback. And now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought after role on the field, Celebrity QB, featuring four-time Super Bowl champion coach Charlie Weiss.